Kristen Gore, Damien Kulash, Kulash. Al Gore's daughter. Yes. Okay. Uh, Zivon did not like it. <laughs> no, just let, just shoot from the hip. Okay. Hello, and welcome back to Famous Last Words, a podcast that concerns itself with films. You had to think about the title of our podcast, didn't you? No, no, I just didn't. <laughs> I heard a noise, and I thought the rapture was coming. Oh, man. Can people still talk about the rapture? Eh, it's over. Our world is burning. Oh, so. maybe it did happen. Oh, well, maybe it is happening. <laughs> uh, we should watch that Nicolas Cage rapture movie. Which movie is that? Uh, Left Behind. Oh, uh, we could review we, it on yeah, the podcast. If only we had a podcast yeah. to review it about. About films. A film and podcast. Reviewing films. Mm. Oh, wait, we do. It's called Famous Last Words. Oh, you're listening to it right now. And who are you? I'm Teresa. No, I'm Andrew. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> I'm Teresa. You're Andrew. That's right. Yeah, there you go. And okay. we're not related. We're married. Yep. By and blood. just, just get I mean, we're not married by blood. We're related by blood. Just get it out. Yep. Just get it out. So you uh, may think we're being a little silly today, but it's because we're reviewing a comedy. I know. We're extra silly for the comedy. Not, normally, you come to us for our sweet, sultry MBR voices. But, you know, now you're coming to us for our, you know, regular comedy voices. Wahoo. Wahoo. <laughs> All right. That's right. Do you know what the greatest thing about America is? You can make things happen here like nowhere else. You have the power to create your own future. You can be anything. You can do anything. You want to sell high-end stuffed Himalayan cats? Understuffed, actually, for greater posability. We're professionals. We're giving the people what they need. So, yeah, we're talking about the Beanie Bubble. Yep, brand new, hot off the press, hot off the Apple TV press. Yeah, <laughs> Apple TV, you know, you may know them from their computers and their wildly popular telephones. Mm, I only know them for their television shows. But they do make some movies occasionally. So, uh, I never thought I'd say this sentence. This was the Zach Galifianakis goes serious vehicle, I guess, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it's a comedy, but it's like a... What do you call that? Like based on a true story, that it's kind of biopic. vehicle biopic. Yes. Of Ty Warner, the founder of the Beanie Baby. Not to be confused with Time Warner. Nope. The Unrelated. <laughs> communications company. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this movie uh, features amongst, besides Zach Galifianakis, it had, we've got Elizabeth Banks and Sarah Snook. Who plays Shiv in, this, in Succession. Uh, can you hear that? Some uh, good sounds going on in our yeah, house. Maybe we should have closed the window. Uh, it's it's hot. It's summertime. And now, as if gone. Um, so, yeah, no. So, this is a movie. And Geraldine uh, Vishawanthan. Vishawanthan. I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name. I'm American and stupid. <laughs> um, so, you know, this movie is Zach Galifianakis shaved his beard to make this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he does his best uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street a couple times. Oh, yeah. I didn't pick up on that, but mm-hmm. you're right. 
and uh, he also does like a little bit of uh, uh, Russell Crowe in a, in a Beautiful Mind a couple times. He mm-hmm. kind of you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he doesn't do a terrible job overall. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, this movie is directed by Kristen Gore, who is El Gore's daughter, and her husband Damien Coulash, who He's is from OK Go. I will not say that one. Oh, sorry. I thought I was the, the like commentary mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're the you're the color commentary. Yeah. So, so, well, Jivan did not like this one. Like, um, I'm the color commentary. Yes, I am the I am the I am the doggo. Um, so let's just say while we were watching this, probably around ten minutes in, less than that. I was like, I can't wait to rip this to shreds on the podcast. Yeah, the move the beginning of this movie is particularly rough. Um. It goes with a nonlinear timeline, which has one great, great moment of nonlinearness. It's near the end with the the hotel room scene. Mm. Otherwise, it really doesn't. I don't know. It probably looked great on the paper, but it just did not. Something just did not work. The, mm-hmm. Maybe we should go. And that's one semi-positive. Another positive is like the costumes and the set decoration are great. Yeah, the production design is amazing, and it's so colorful, and it. It's very intentionally done. It's supposed to mimic like the colorfulness of the Beanie Babies and just like mm-hmm. the flashiness of Ty Warner and like yeah. So I think aesthetically it did a, it did a good job. I mean, even the cinematography was not like bad by any means. They and they had a bit of a style, and I feel like they were going for something, but it wasn't too far out there. Um, so that was good too. And I mean, the opening of the film is really good. It's like this slow motion sequence of a big uh, truck that was carrying tons and tons of Beanie Babies that flipped over on the major highway, which actually happened. And people like were jumping out of their cars on the highway to like grab these Beanie Babies because that's how insane they were. Right. Um, so they do this nice like slow motion thing for the credits and it's so beautiful and colorful and it's really, it's good. Yeah. That's basically where the good ends. <laughs> Let, yeah, let's just say, like, the other thing I said, like, very early in the meeting, uh, movie was, like, man, Elizabeth Banks not doing her best acting work here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was also probably working on Cocaine Bear, so, you know, she was busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, it probably, as we get further into the film, I realized, like, oh, no, it's probably not fully the acting or the actors. It's kind of like a combo of potentially script and directing and... Yeah. Just not feeling it 100%. It definitely makes you feel, though, like, you know, they're just, sometimes there's just, they didn't do another take, they didn't give the actors what they needed, or something happened, because, like, Sarah Snook, who is great in Succession, mm-hmm. as we all know, was not, I thought she was actually particularly the weakest of the bunch, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Galifianakis got the, by far the best part yeah. to play, and he was a producer on it. But even him, not great all the time, you know. Yeah, it's he's such a strong comedian that you still, because Ty Warner is so ridiculous, and Zach Galifianakis office plays crazy ridiculous characters. So you're kind of waiting for like the other foot to drop, and they kind of let him slip into Zach Galifianakis lane a couple times. Yeah, I mean, he does do a pretty good job of sticking to like how kind of stifling, strange this guy was, and. And then, yeah, I think they embellish a little bit. Um, But, you know, it's interesting that when you have a movie like 
packed full of great actors in your I mean that's why I wanted to see it because I was like well we don't always like comedies but I love the whole Beanie Baby craze I watched a documentary watched, about it which is called the Beanie Bubble as well it's called the B I think it's called Beanie Mania oh there's another documentary then called the Beanie Bubble oh yeah oh. The, there's just lots of oh no 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 but anyway, so I watched the documentary, I liked the story, and then I was like, oh, all these great actors, like, I bet this will be funny, I bet this will be good. So it's kind of interesting that there's things that can still, it can still fall apart if, you know, you've got the best actors in the world. Yeah. Did you find the name of the documentary? So there's two documentaries. One is called The Beanie Bubble, um, which came out last year, and then there's Beanie Mania, which is much more popular and has been seen by it's been reviewed by a thousand people on imdb the beanie bubble the documentary has been reviewed by 17 people oh well yeah beanie mania was the one i watched and it's more about it's like from the perspective of like the three moms who live in the same cul-de-sac like outside of chicago who sort of like helped create the craze right um it's really good. So if you want the greed uh, is crazy. Learn more about it. Watch that one. Yeah. I mean, you can watch both. They're very different, but yeah. Yeah, the greed of these things is is crazy. Oh, um, I know. People were like investing in these stuffed. That's essentially what they're doing. They're putting their investments into stuffed little animals and that were for children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing about uh, the Beanie Babies. Uh, that was not covered in the documentary, I mean, not covered in the movie, is if you put one or two Beanie Babies in a pillowcase, it becomes a lethal weapon. <laughs> okay, only boys would know this fact. <laughs> not to, like, gender stereotype here. Wow. I feel stereotyped. <laughs> boys from that era. <laughs> right. If you really want to inflict some damage in a schoolyard brawl, just throw a couple Beanie Babies into a pillowcase. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's fun to watch the creation of the craze and then for this story it focused on three women who were part of the founding of and and significantly involved with ty warner um they're all fictionalized names and some fictionalized situations in uh the beanie bubble movie but you know the true things are interesting to watch um like his (laughs) He had someone on staff working for him who was like basically 18 or 19 years old and she's the one that like created e-commerce e-commerce essentially like she made them a website when no one had an e-commerce website and um she also came up with the idea of like discontinuing them um yeah i think so yeah yeah and retiring them and they like only touch on this a little bit but she was the one that came up with the idea to name the beanie babies and give them birthdays and poems and she wrote the poems she was also like one of their graphic designers with her brother and she did the website she did the website so like yeah yeah she's amazing yeah i mean she also went on to sell pokemon cards i guess you know like she That's what they allude to yeah. they allude to but her name her real name is lena uh trevinia trevini mm-hmm. um and she's like you know a billionaire a millionaire whatever yeah coding superstar coding superstar yeah <laughs> so uh yeah no i i this movie was a not a not an easy watch um I but mean, it was really it was interesting it's it's almost two hours long so you know again i always say could be a bit shorter hour and 15 minutes 
it dragged in a few parts. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it got better as it went, and you, like, were fine with the flaws, and you just kind of were like, okay, yeah. Interesting. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought the movie was... Uh, its opening was really rough. It got more interesting as it went along, but it was still hard. Like, you just couldn't buy into the performances. I thought Shiv was bad, just straight up. Mm. Like, I thought... She was weird. Like, there's just something that her character wasn't doing. It's like, you can't just say I'm doing it all for my children, but then kind of, I don't know, it just didn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, And then there's the scene at the end, which is in the trailer, which is playing, which is literally... A ripoff from Wolf of Wall Street where he's like leaning over and he's yelling into the microphone and like it's like a shot by shot ripoff of I'm not fucking leaving speech from the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, the trailer hooks you. Whoever made the trailer did a great job because I saw the trailer and I was like, ooh, I want to watch this. Yeah, the trailer's well made. Uh, all that Apple money. Yeah, Apple money. I-, I think an interesting movie to compare this to and it's one that we've watched and reviewed on our podcast is uh, the... Ben Affleck sneaker movie. Yeah, I had that thought too when we were talking about it's it's trying so hard to have that vibe, that style, that pacing, um, but it just doesn't succeed as well. Because I mean, say what you will about that Ben Affleck Michael Jordan movie, you could say the it felt not one hundred percent there, and maybe that's even what we said. But in comparison, this movie Beanie Bubble is like. You don't care about any of them, really. I mean, when it's revealed that he's been cheating on Shiv, mm-hmm. um, you don't really care. Yeah, I mean, the way Air is put together just feels effortless, like, in a good way. Like, you're just like, wow, that was really well done. Pretty much, you know, nothing stand out about it, but I enjoyed the whole ride, and I didn't feel bored, and I was invested in every character. So, you know, it, it, it shows that you... You know, you can make a you can make a film look easy, and that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. Yeah, I think they wanted to go too broad with the story. Like the whole story itself is interesting, but mm-hmm. maybe they should have focused on one part of it. I don't. I don't know how to fix this movie. I'm guessing that the script was like a very sought after script. That this, you know, the script which was written by Kristen Gore. Mm-hmm. You may have heard of her and Zach Bissonette. Um, I'm guessing, you know. Kristen Gore is a screenwriter, so she it's very well on the page, well crafted. I think yeah. there was maybe something went off the rails that just didn't work. Yeah, I think it's meant to be like the angle of it is the you know the three women, the forgotten women behind his success story, and put shedding a light on that and the various parts they played and how you know he really couldn't have done it without them, and he's pretty like controlling, selfish but subtly selfish and controlling kind of way. Right, subtly a monster. Yeah. So, like, good story underneath it all, but maybe some not-as-perfect execution. Yeah. Um, So we do have a mailbag question. we got lots of traffic noise going on behind us. we got a helicopter. we had a car go by. Uh, We forgot to close our windows. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, Do you think the helicopter is looking for us? I think so. They're like... Quit talking shit about the Beanie Bubble. That was my favorite film right, yeah, of the this year. Is, yeah, this is this is Logan Roy's. <laughs> um, anyway, so what's our mailbag question? So this comes from I am not Mario dot 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 or Luigi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you say is the other person's guilty pleasure movie? Oh, I know for sure yours. 
This one's like this one's easy. I don't have to I think, think about it. I think I know yours. I think you know mine too. Should we do it on the count of three? Sure. But then what, how will people discern what we say? By looking at us. Oh wait, this is oh. audio. Okay, I go first. Okay, you go first. And then you go right after. Okay. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Paper chase. Devil wears Prada. Yes. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yep. Did you guess? Yeah, yeah. You're, Did I guess yours right? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. We've been married long enough. Oh, yeah, we yeah. figured this out. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot, but Devil's Wear Prada, I mean, that's the one I go to when I'm sick. That's what I watched when I, right after my surgery. That was like one of the first films. Yeah. I watched, uh, when I had my uh, dental thing, uh, we mm-hmm. we watched uh, The Taking of Pelham 123, which on oh. the surface doesn't share much DNA, but they're both made in the 70s, so, you know, and, uh... And we have a review about that movie. Yeah, you should go check that out. Oh, my God, this helicopter. Uh, that is uh, episode 67. 67. Go watch it. Yep. Go, I mean, just listen. Just a few ago, just a, <laughs> the, the days were warmer. It was summer. The windows were open, and a wafting warm breeze was coming through our windows. It was... The best of times, it was the hottest of times, because we don't have central air. If you'd like to submit a question, send a $100 bill with the words air conditioning in the memo line. Oh, that's gone up. It used to be a $20 bill. We really need air we conditioning. Need, we, yeah, yeah, we need air conditioning. Can't do another summer. My name's Andrew. I'm Teresa. Bye. Bye.